Greetings. Welcome to the Empowered Womb Healing Podcast. I am your host, women's wellness coach, doctorate of natural medicine, and doula Odessa Thornhill. I've been working as a healer for almost 20 years. I offer natural holistic support to those who suffer from irregular and abnormal cycles, hormone imbalance, and chronic womb health conditions. I help my clients achieve concrete transformational results and vibrant health, mind, body, soul, and womb without the feeling of overwhelm from DIY holistic medicine. Each episode, I'm going to talk about different strategies and ways of thinking I believe each woman needs to have in place and be functioning from to be able to empower her self-care and feminine healing journey to cultivate and manifest a life of love, joy, peace, and happiness as a way of life, not just a passing dream. Greetings, good day, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are. My name is Odessa, Doctorate of Natural Medicine, Wumala's Coach in Intuitive Medicine. Um, So today I wanted to talk to you about the importance of caring for your body. I know I talk about this often. It's important. If you don't care for your body, who will? And this is one of the reasons why I talk about this often, because I said, if something happens to you, no one else can care for you but yourself. Everyone on the outside can bring you to the water, but you can only drink the water, right? So for those of you who are familiar with my work and those of you who aren't, I work primarily with women. I work primarily with women who have reproductive health issues, but I work as a holistic practitioner for the most part. But I also work with doulas, labor and delivery nurses, birth workers, and people who describe themselves as that. So this series of episodes that I'm doing are very much based off of <clears throat> those who have wombs, Um, you know, women in general, womb carriers in general who experience uh, trauma, microaggressions, but more specifically birth workers, those who work with women, not necessarily birth workers, but those who work with women. So oftentimes what I'm seeing or what I'm hearing is that a lot of women in their jobs, in their roles as caregivers are looking for peace of mind from stress. Okay. You want to be a support, you want to be a help, you want to be an ally to women, but you may not be sure if how you were trained, the role that you are filling is adequate enough for what your clientele needs, what your client needs in the the moment, the gap that you see in your market, in your genre, right? So these are some of the things that I'm seeing. There's a lot of women who are bent out of shape about the Roe versus Wade um, decision that has come through and with 100% reason, right? And so there are these stories that are starting to come in. And I mean, we have to brace ourselves. I just heard of a story of one woman who found out um, before six weeks that she will not have a viable pregnancy. The baby will not survive. Okay, there is a problem, but because her life is not threatened, she will be forced to carry that child until it naturally aborts the trauma. Okay, so we've got to brace ourselves. Another thing that I'm seeing is a level of feeling underappreciated. 
being seen this, like you're, you're seeing this in work settings, especially when it comes to people like nurses, right? You guys, we know that you all get the brunt of things, but there are a lot of service caregivers who don't feel as though they're appreciated, who feel underappreciated, who don't feel valued because their pay is not high enough, because the people who they're working for are just very disrespectful towards them. There's just so many different reasons, right? And being overwhelmed with responsibility is another. So this doesn't necessarily mean that anyone is exempt from this. Like we need to admit this is a list of things that every single person is experiencing. How many of you are overwhelmed with responsibility? Work, family, personal life. Like it's just one thing after the other. Problems, challenges, goals, milestones, desires, right? A lot of things to consider. Then there's a level of emotional armoring, especially as a body worker. So for those of you who know or don't know, I, I have done a lot of, you know, um, studies in uh, herbs and in uh, food and in, you know, spiritual psychotherapy. But I have extensive, extensive experience studying the body, massage therapy, Chinese um, acupressure, um, reflexology, uh, you know, like there's a lot of different modalities that I studied. And what we see often repetitively is when we are, when women, people in general, but when we are experiencing traumas, when we have experiences that we haven't processed, we hold them in the body. And so, you know, your shoulders might be super tense, you know what I mean? Or you might be clenching your jaw really, really tight. Or maybe you have very tight hip flexors, right? Because of the trauma that you're experiencing and how your body is carrying the load is creating a different kind of postural stance. Okay. So all of these things I want us to think about. And one of the, one of the, the things that I see the off the most is where you become focused on the work, right? And not on the self at work. Okay, so you're at work focused on focusing on what you have to do, right? But you're also not aware of yourself in the space and finding ways to adequately um, spare your energy, save your energy, or protect yourself in the environment. So the root cause of these issues, first of all, is you know we get caught up with I've said it before, giving to others, making sure that others are taken care of ahead of our own, especially when we're dealing with women, especially when we're dealing with, you know, very vulnerable populations for whatever circumstances across the board, right? If you are the type of person who is in these kinds of situations and circumstances, you have to be focused on work-life balance for your health. Okay. You want to be able to support and help women. Like how many times have I had conversations? I had a conversation with one nurse and she was telling me, she was like, you know, I work in the day OR, daytime surgery. And I watch women come into day surgery to have fibroids removed, to have their hysterectomies, to have their wounds removed. I watch, I watch women, you know what I mean? Have these surgeries and I have these same issues. 
right? And and so it was imperative for this particular person to figure out a way for her to adequately care for herself because whereas she wants to support women and help women and show them the best ways for them to be able to care for themselves when they come to see her, she didn't feel as though she was in the position to give that information because she's suffering. So she's watching them on the table, right? And thinking these thoughts in her head. So working, you, you, you want, you, you, not being focused on balance while working and giving everything that creates a difficult, um, you know, uh, situation focus on working and not giving to yourself. Right. This is another thing. Cause there's work balance in terms of like, okay, I've done enough. I need to take a break and on your break, I'm only going to do these particular things. I'm not going to book, 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 all these different things to do. Right. But then giving yourself like, okay, you're not going to book all these things, but what are you doing? That's replenishing you. What are you doing that's caring for you? What are you doing that's taking care of the chronic issue that you have? What are you doing that's making sure your mental sanity is in place? What are you doing to make sure that your emotional issue is being dealt with? Like, it seems like a redundant question. I think sometimes it feels like a redundant question to me, especially because I'm so entrenched in it. But there are so many people who need to hear this message. You need to care for yourself in this day and age with everything that we have seen, with the pandemic that we've had in the last few years, with all of the information that's coming about uh, coming out about what we've been consuming, what we're eating, what we're watching, what we're listening to, how it's affecting our body, how illness is affecting our body, the kind of control that we have, you know what I mean, to be able to make ourselves better. We need to, I personally think that the way patriarchy has been set up, you know, <clears throat> you're taught to follow a particular trajectory. You need to fit into a bowl. You need to, you know, hit all of these particular marks to be considered successful. But what if you don't have that kind of linear thinking? What if the way that you work, what if, you know, the way that you view the world requires that you need to take more time for yourself? What if the reason why you go to work and you feel the way you feel, you know what I mean, in your physical body, you know what I mean, dealing with all of the issues, you're feeling overwhelmed is because deep down, your being requires more from you than you have realized and have been giving yourself. This episode is brought to you by my signature program, The Practitioner's Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Are you a doula, nurse, health practitioner, or healer? Are you living with unresolved reproductive health problems and want to understand deeply what's happening to your body? If so, you're going to love today's sponsor, my premium program, The Practitioner's Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Healing your mind, body, soul, and womb using my three-phase womb cleanse program not only helps you heal your hormones, it helps to set the stage for a healthy pregnancy, birth, healthy baby, and much more, as well as a more in-tuned, aligned, deep trust in your body. I created a quick womb health assessment to help you understand where the gaps are in your health and help offer direction on how you can move forward effectively on your journey. Visit my website, Cultivate Your Own, and my social media pages, Cultivate Your Own Wellness, to book a next step call with me and gain access to this womb health assessment. Once you've completed the assessment, we will hop on a call and discuss further so I can understand what your needs are and if you're a great fit for my six-month program. And let me tell you, it really works. Visit Cultivate Your Own Wellness and join the practitioner's self-care and feminine healing training today. 
I always want to bring in, when I talk about patriarchy, the importance of us understanding how women came to where we are in birth. Birth was taken away from women. Women were called witches and they were burned because why? They were going against what the church considered to be spiritual. So you could pray to God through the through the man, right? Because that's what it was. But you couldn't use the herbs that were prepared on the third day by the most high, right? To create the medicine that you need for your body. Boom. Then you had birth that was taken away from women. So what this meant was when a woman was giving birth, her midwife was no longer allowed to be there because it was men who were coming in on set. Secondly, her attendant, her, 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 her gossips, that's what they were called, right? Or biddies, they were there to support the birth. And they were not allowed to be there because women were not allowed to be together. They were not allowed to be together because they would conspire. They would probably talk. They might share secrets. They might share wives' tales. And so this is how women needed to be in the uh, attendance of a man. There always needed to be a man present. She couldn't go outside without a man. She couldn't be around other women without a man. So imagine you going from, and I'm saying you, the collective, the feminine collective going from feeling secure and confident birthing on our own in the way that we need to be birthed to having it taken away from us, to having our women supporters being removed from us as well. And then we're being turned against one another. We're talking you know, about what the other one is doing. So there's no trust. There's no trust amongst women for women. And so we're at a point now here in 2022, I'm recording this episode in 2022, in September 1st, right? We are going into these hospitals. We are going into these work environments. We are living our lives with our families and we are completely unclear about how we got to the point where we naturally put ourselves in a position of a pattern that makes us forget about our own humanity our own chronic health needs, our own emotional needs, right? Our, the wellness of, of, of our own being and just giving to other people. Now I'm all about giving to other people, but let me tell you something. Like I put my hand down, I can care, I can care for myself. That's one thing that I learned to do because if I don't take care of my body, I am no good to my family. I am no good to my children. I am no good to my clients. And my purpose is not being um, fulfilled to its utmost capabilities. So some of the issues, you know what I mean? Like I had mentioned, is like the overwhelmed, is the emotional armoring, is the, you know, bad sleep, is weight gain. You guys, weight gain can happen for many different reasons. And one big reason is stress. You can be eating well, going to the gym and doing and moving your bowels regularly. And if you are stressed, if your adrenals are constantly leaking out cortisol and adrenaline and you are completely unaware of it, this can also keep your fat on your body. Right. So these are things that I want us to keep in mind. Right. So the, a better approach to have is to begin paying attention to your aftercare versus yourself, sorry, your, your self-care in general and your aftercare. After something happens that you don't feel great about, after something happens that you have been traumatized by, after some, after, after, what is your process? What is the procedure for you to care for yourself, right? For you to, to, to de-escalate right? To regulate yourself. What is that procedure, right? Are you able to be energetically present in your heart? 
this is another thing too, right? Caring for yourself is, you know, doing the small little things, a lot of little details that we can do. I mean, there's probably way more out there that you guys are unaware of, but one of the first things you can do is um, connect to your heart, connect to your energetic heart. We all have it. We all have it. And I know, well, I need to say this. I know sometimes you all are watching my episodes or my reels or my stories and you see things that you are unfamiliar with and it scares you. And so you might, you know, like turn it off and run away and not come back. It's important that you recognize that every single thing that I do is very much about integrating, bringing people together, helping us to understand. It's not about separation, right? It's about helping you to understand. So I'm asking you all to be open, open to the uh, uh, suggestions. The critical mind loves to shut things down. Okay. So being present to the energetic heart. So, you know, you're thinking of someone and you feel, oh, that empathy for them or that compassion for them, or like, oh, you're really feeling something hit you in the chest. Your energetic heart is real. Your physical heart is to the left of your sternum, just to the left of your sternum. Your energetic heart is right in the middle. Connect to it. Breathe. Pay attention to the energy just behind the sternum. It can take some time, right? Because it's like a muscle that you have to build, especially if you're not used to working with your own faculties. These are your faculties, not mine, okay? So that's one way, connecting to your energetic heart. It calms you down and it also helps you to see perspectives as they are and not through a lens because we all tend to have our own biases. But when we tap into the energetic nature of the heart, we tend to see things as they are, equalized and, and balanced, right? Well, not necessarily balanced, but we see them as they are. You can also um, use uh, things like uh, herbal teas to calm yourself down, right? Um, chamomile in the evening, linden is great, lemon balm is great, like just different kinds of passion flower, rose hips, things that will lavender, um, you know, tell the nervous system to relax itself so that you yourself can, you know, come down to a moment of like, okay, let me just think a little bit clearer. Let me just create a routine. Let me create, you know, my aftercare, um, whatever it is that I need to be able to get myself into a space of feeling as though I am regulated. Okay. And good fats and omega-3s. Guys, you always got to have good fats and omega-3s, right? Now you got to make a budget for this. You got to make a budget, make a budget for your self-care. Do you have one? Right. We'll make a budget for food, for bills, for, you know, like traveling. But we need a self-care budget. Create that budget so that you can say to yourself, OK, I know that I need to the job I'm working is stressing me out. The work I do is stressing me out. The position that I'm in right now, my health and my wellness is stressing me the F out. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. Having a self-care budget gives you a moment to tap out and take care of yourself without stressing, right? Where am I going to get the money from? Oh man, I really want to, but I can't really, and this and that and the other. So I really encourage that. I am very much an advocate about finding ways to care for the self. Like it's just, you know, a repetitive thing, especially for women especially for women. We spend so much time giving to people, making sure that they have, making sure that they're providing for, and we don't take care of ourselves. And so this is what I wanted to come on and talk with you all about. Because if you don't care for your body, 
if you don't take care of your body, who will? Who will? I'm coming to the end of my uh, my episode, but I would love for you to go back and watch the replay and let me know what your biggest takeaways are. And if you are interested in working with me further, please feel free to go to the link and click on it and book your suitability call. I am in the process of taking in applications for my signature self-care and feminine healing program. This is a three-month program that helps women to develop the knowledge, the tools, and the methods, understand the methods that they can use to create their own um, form of wellness and self-care. So we walk through uh, your map, your multidimensional awareness and assessment protocol, where we really take a look at all these areas of your body and help you to get a deeper understanding for your issue, how you got there, and how you're going to move forward. Um, then we go through what's called the feminine flow. And the feminine flow protocol is very much about understanding how to work with your menstrual cycle um, and how to just kind of settle into that from a week to week basis. And then the third module is called the BOM method, the B-O-M method. And this is where we learn about therapeutic self-care, therapeutic touch, therapeutic massage, different ways of deregulating the system, creating safety in your body, and helping you to feel more grounded and present. Then there's some frameworks that support, supporting modules, but for the most part, the program runs three months. So I would love if you are interested in this program and walking through with me, this is my passion, this is my baby, this is what I do, help to bring people into layers of awareness and conscious evolution through healing, through wellness, through womb wisdom, and through soul work, soul healing, please feel free to link to link with me by clicking on the bio and setting up a suitability call. I look forward to supporting you and I will talk to you again soon. Be well and take care. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. Get up off your bed and walk. Your time is now, so don't be fooled. I see you questioning the simple sign. Step out of line, it's time to move.